Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists Ben Moore. Vaccinations. <laughs> Sweeping the nations. Brad Ellis. <laughs> and my mini game champion and co-moderator, Mr. Daniel Bloodworth. I'm I'm the host of that show. I'm not yes. the champion. You haven't you haven't anointed right. the mini game champion yet, so I think you mm-hmm. hold that. You know, it's you are the mini game champion until mm-hmm. it's decided otherwise. No, you're we the mini game guru, the mini game Gandalf. These things will be revealed. These oh. things will be revealed. Okay. Holy cow! Distinguished guests, we are here to discuss some of the biggest events in the world of video games. But before we do that, we must first answer for all of the mistakes, and there are a few that we made last week. Bloodworth, begin corrections music, please. Boop. There actually is a James Bond racer called 007 Racing, published by EA. I thought so. Uh, it used a heavily modified Need for Speed engine and featured such licensed cars as the Aston Martin DB5, BMW 750iL, BMW Z3, BMW Z8, Lotus Esprit, Esprit, and a Ferrari Spirit. F3. A Spirit? Es- huh? Well, we'll see. Maybe it's spelled wrong. And Ferrari F355. Uh, Levolution was introduced in BF4, not B- uh, BF3, Huber. Uh, the mail truck game that Huber was pondering is called Lake. Yeah. Uh, I knew this, but I missed. There's no way you can convince listeners. I know this, but I said, uh, yeah, you, in Cataclysm, you can fly an Outland. You can fly an Azeroth, but that's what you can already fly an Outland. But mm-hmm. um, Her- Herlock Sholmes is not Phoenix Wright's ancestor, Ryunosuke, is the, the actual protagonist of the great Ace Attorney. And I didn't mean to imply that. I just said one thing, and then I had a gap, and then I said yep. the other thing. Exactly. Yep. And yeah. Nice try, uh, everybody. People are going to uh, yeah, pick up on that no matter what. I was talking about sniper scopes in VR, and I said it's weird because you can't put the scope up to your eye. And more than one person said, you do not want to do that because <laughs> you will mess up your eye when you fire that rifle. And we said Xbox Live last week. It is That's not a thing. It's Xbox Network. But I love that the person correcting me capitalized the N, which is itself incorrect. Uh, and some fun updates in this past week, Brad. I saw Apocalypto. I very much enjoyed it. The movie rules. Oh. Uh, we've had a video desync, which is funny because Zoom is messing with us today. But uh, in XSplit, we had some video desync issues in Capture and some audio crackle issues that I could not hear in Premiere, but were only in the export. Trying to fix this week. This week, apologies. A lot of people were like, that's been around for a while. And I don't know. Listeners might not know this, but there is a collection of Pez dispensers behind me. And I just, when Milo was grabbing around and trying to snag them, I realized, guess who is in the bunch the entire time? I do not not have an Obelix Pez dispenser, but Asterix has been staring at us and wishing us well for the podcast for the last, you know, several weeks. End corrections music, please. Did Brandon turn green for anybody else? Yeah, that happens sometimes. That's another thing. Yeah, we're all discovering Good new Zoom, Zoom things that frustrate us. Dude, Brandon's uh, he is fine right for now. me. But yeah. yeah. I'm pumped. We just had... Game news! Yeah, well, before we get into the headlines, I'm pumped. We're going to talk about Ratchet & Clank had a state of play, Riot Games, shut down a fan game, a fan server. Um, we got some, some speculation, some release demos. But before we get into all of that, I want to start off on the right note, on a happy note... A silver lining for this last week, something we can be proud of, from Konrad Kroncio. Swedish esports pros are currently holding a CSGO tournament for charity, together with Swedish celebrities raising money for the Save the Children Foundation. It started last week. It'll be running up until the finals on May 13th. So far, they've raised 128,000 Swedish krona. How much is that? And do we know? I have the number. I'm just curious if anybody what is that wants to take a swing. Zenny? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's... <laughs> or Gil. There's got to be a, How many gotta Gil, be a website. Yeah. Is there, is there a website for gaming currency? I wonder if they can figure that out. 
Uh, that's about 15 grand. If you want to donate, the link is esportal.com slash K-A-N-D-I-S-K-A-M-P-E-N. Kandiskampen. Um, and it's nice to do a uh, silver lining that is currently happening. So that's going until May 13th if you want to be a part of that. Bump that up. I'll tell you what, I'm green, Ben. We just had, a, <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm hulking out. We just had 15 minutes of Ratchet and Clank uh, in a specific uh, state of play for Ratchet and Clank that they snuck a couple other announcements in there. And Huber had a a good a good question, a good response to the stream while we were live, where he was like, "Did any is anybody more in than they were before?" And while I think Ratchet's maybe the prettiest PS5 game that we got, there's a lot of fun new weapons and a lot of fun new enemies, except for the time jumping stuff. I'm used to this kind of pedigree from a franchise I haven't necessarily played that much. This kind of seemed on par for what I was expecting for Ratchet. Ben, you weren't at the reactions. I want to get your take on you know, potentially where you sit in your expectations of Ratchet and what they would need to do to, to get you more in. I don't know if you had time to, to check out the 15 minutes. Um, I mean, I don't know if being more in really matters. Like, I, I feel like I'm as in as you could possibly be. The game looks fantastic. Uh, I've enjoyed previous Ratchet games a whole lot. They're absolute best. They're games that my wife enjoys playing with me, so I'm super looking forward to that. Um, I yeah, I think Insomniac is one of the most talented studios out there. Uh, so I, I, I'm definitely not more in, but I really feel good about Sony in this current moment. I mean, I'm I'm pumped to play Returnal tonight. I haven't gotten to play a single second of Returnal, so I'm pumped mm-hmm. to play Returnal tonight. And then very soon I'm going to be playing Ratchet, which have not played, but have very few doubts about. PS5 broke on you though, man. Had that you, you've you've met you've mended your relationship with your PS5 <laughs> in terms of. Uh, no, that was a bummer. I mean, anytime you spend a lot of money, I don't I don't really know how that's related to Ratchet and Clank specifically. But <laughs> oh, I just uh, no, it's just good to know. It, it, it's good to know that your PS5 will be up and running by the time uh, this yeah. game comes out. Two months away. And hey, um, to Sony's credit, they fixed it super fast. So nice. Uh, the the we got to see more of the female Lombax named Rivet. Uh, we. Uh, Got the name before we had the state of play today. 15 minutes of gameplay. Was that more than you were expecting, Blood? I thought it went by kind of quick, but... Um, yeah, that's the funny thing is, like, 15 minutes, you just it blew right by. You know, like it felt it felt like three or four minutes. And they showed quite a bit um, in, in terms of worlds and, you know, jumping on that, the critter and, and uh, showing her in gameplay and showing off the adaptive triggers with different weapons and all that. It just... You know, it just zipped right on by. Uh, I noticed the uh, dimension jumps are a lot smoother from the stuff that they've shown in the past. Just a lot of those transitions were really good. There's such a great flow to that game, production-wise. Like, it's so clear there's such a, 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 a nice amount of polish on that game that when they had, like, cross-dissolves in the gameplay, it kind of like, threw me off. I was like, what are you doing? You know, why would you take <laughs> oh, such right. beautiful environments and, and soil it even for two seconds with some weird cross-dissolve? Um, but, uh, yeah, we got to see more of Rivet. Ratchet's stuck in this other dimension. Clank is gone. Brad, how long do you think he's going to be in that city? Do you think that's going to be, like, a bulk of the game, or... Ratchet? No. He'll just... I, he'll go... He'll be hopping around different planets pretty frequently. Like, I'm playing the yep. 2016 one right now. And you're, like, you're not on planets for too long. Or not too short. I think it's pretty good length, but you'll probably come back to it. There's going to be a lot of planet drones. They did emphasize how much uh, larger areas are. Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm sure everything will just be bigger. 
and they I love it when you like, especially with a sequel, like a franchise sequel, there's just like, we have so many of these things. Like what's the, what's the core of it? What's the idea of trying to get into the head of the developers? I imagine, as I stated in the um, reactions, that the whole concept of, oh wait, what if we just tax the PS5 to try to run two things simultaneously so you can just jump from one to the other? Like, I think we can accomplish that if we know we're just exclusively going to be working on this one console. And I wonder if that kind of trickled down like through all of the stories. Because, or through all the development of the story of the game because they talked about revisiting all of these new characters. You're going to see people you're familiar with and they're going to be like a fun yeah. twist on that. Mm-hmm. Um, does that does that excite you guys? Does that seem something where it's like, I'm really excited to see that or it's like, oh, that's an easy way to just kind of reskin stuff that previously they've Jones, done before. They talked about environments coming back. I think it's exciting because I feel like Ratchet's a game in a universe you could literally do anything you want there's no rules you really have to follow, you know? Like, Spider-Man, obviously, it's a superhero game, so you can do some crazy stuff, but Ratchet and Clank, I feel like you can do anything you want, Jones. So I think this is a perfect little test area for them to just really start flexing, like you said, the PS5's yeah. hardware. Yeah, I don't know um, if I I would call it, like, reskinning because, like, I something I think is really cool about the game is they're, they're playing with established elements of Ratchet characters and, and, and things like that and putting them in alternate places and kind of flipping what you expect out of them or just putting them in a completely different situation. And that's going to be really fun. I mean, if if you know about Ratchet and some of its lore and some of its characters, it's going to be exciting to see all those twists play out. Based on, yeah, I... I... I'm just having vague thoughts about it because I don't have a lot of experience with the Ratchet, so I the Ratchet series, so I don't know if they're at a position where like that excites you know fans of the franchise. They're like, no, yeah. I'm I'm especially with yeah, reskinning is not a good way to put it, considering like how much better all of this stuff looks. Some Ace camera work in the mm-hmm. um, uh, state of play today. Yeah, uh, I think it's just we've gotten so few exclusives the way everything's kind of rolled out on either of these machines. People are that. hungry. Yeah, people are hungry. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, ready yeah. to see something, you know, like this. You know, that's why, you know, one of the reasons that Returnal's been getting so much buzz because we haven't had anything since like Demon Souls, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that has been just really like tailored for the PlayStation Five uh, or the Xbox Series X. Uh, so yeah, just one of these games that's, that's pushing boundaries, uh, and it's cool to see them doing that in a way that affects you know, their level design, you know, even if it kind of doesn't matter once you pop through a portal, you're already in the other level, but it's, you know, it's, it's definitely approaching that stuff in a new way and, um, keeping things from feeling, you know, maybe as cut up as before, you know, and not having some big old long transition cinematic or something. Um, and also something that I'm really stoked about with Returnal specifically is, uh, how it uses the triggers mm-hmm. to allow you to switch to like alt fire and that sort of thing, and it's like, oh, that's cool because I don't, I don't feel like I've really gotten to fully appreciate this aspect of the controller yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With Ratchet in particular, it really feels like the GameCube controller. The way it's described, it's like, all right, you, you push it in halfway and it does this. You hit the click, it does something else, and like, yeah, that's Rogue Squadron right there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel it. Man, speaking of impressive launch games, yeah, uh, Rogue Leader, yeah. What other games had that did have these? I remember there was some, it might have been Crackdown. I remember there was some shooter I played that the lock on was all the way down on the trigger and just firing without locking on was like halfway down. 
um, if you were aiming. I thought that was mm. interesting. Like mm. once you pull your gun out, I can't remember what that was specifically. Not sure. Um, but um, yeah, it's nice to see at least, you know, we haven't had a lot of these games specifically for it, but it's nice to see when stuff gets ported to PS5, they talk a lot about, you know, updates that they're making. I remember one, uh, Ben, that they said was, uh, the topiary sprinkler uh, will affect enemies, but it does so via a drone. And so even if something's off camera, it'll rumble in a specific way to let mm. you know that it's ready to be shot. Like it'll weaken something. So it's interesting to think of, you know, off screen suggestions, you know, directing you left or right, just based on movement going on in your hand. It's like, oh, that's, you know, uh, HUDs can get pretty busy as far as like damage indicators. I was playing Immortals and like there's a lot of like arrows that are like, there's a rock coming in from the side. You know, Brendan, it's funny because you mentioned, like, did it make you, like, any more or less in or whatever? And I got, like, seven minutes into that state of play, and I was like, I don't want to see anymore. Like, I'm just, I, <laughs> yeah. know I'm, I know I'm going to buy it. I know I'm going to play it. They had a, yeah, I'm they had a trailer to... at the end of it that showed even more stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm pretty good at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's why it was a good choice for them to kind of, like, cut away as soon as you got into that club. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just feel well, like cross is all the way, but yes, yeah, that that <laughs> that club is, it's it's probably got more going on. There's probably going to be a pretty fun scene in there. Um, it, it, there are a couple new traversal abilities that are being added to the game that seem crazy to me that Ratchet hasn't had that a dash, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's air like dash, an air dash yeah. specific. Okay, because yeah. I've seen him do you know the little jump and roll over uh, enemies before. I remember the first time we got to see Ratchet um, on PS4. Mm-hmm. It had that, but um, that dash looks super cool, and it's just crazy. And wall running as well, like that seems like something that um, I remember. Right. There's lots of like you know, you know, uh, interesting whipping that was a things big thing I've in seen uh, before. Crash Bandicoot Four, as well. Hmm. They're all learning from each other. Uh, we saw the topiary sprinkler today. Ricochet is that an old gun? The burst pistol they talked about. All of them had the. <laughs> Dude, you so could many. you could just probably totally make up a ratchet gun right now, and I'd be yeah. like, "Yeah, that, that exists." Hey, that's a game. Wait till he yeah. was back on, and we'll play it. Yeah. Um, uh, the burst pistol enforcer they showed off a lot. Shatter bomb, I think, was my favorite. I don't know if I would do anything other than the shatter bomb. Just a, a big, huge grenade. I wonder if they were literally like, "Okay, PS Five, what's the largest explosion we can do? Just <laughs> like in an item that we can throw." Mister mm-hmm. Fun oh, Guy, the Megatron, the Megatron Collider. I, I, I vaguely remember. Um. We got an update also on Subnautica Below Zero that we're getting that on May 14th, or the PS5 is getting that May 14th, and Among Us is getting a Ratchet and Clank skin and is coming to the PS5 later this year. Man, I really feel and like I missed four, that on Subnautica. I've been curious about it for a long time and just haven't checked it out. Never too late. Never it's like too ben, late, it's, that's right. It's on, it's on my PS5 right now. It's actually, it's I, I nice. pulled it out of my backlog, and I think I'm going to jump in, even though... No, 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 capital no to all of those things <laughs> that I saw. Like anything, any plant things, anything with like a mouth that like the mouth is going to go around you while you're in water. Like, why would you want that? Like, why would you want to play a game? <laughs> it does yeah, I, I got to be honest. I, I don't remember off the top of my head what the actual reveal for Subnautica was because we already knew the date. So in, in regards to the PS, PS5 specifically or maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it was just they hadn't announced the PS5 version of it. And they also talked about the free upgrade that if you have uh, right. Sonic on the original on, uh, PS4, you can upgrade that. So always good news. Um, but yay, Russian Clank. Yeah, it's and it's funny because, yeah, it's been a long time since we found something that's really built like for the system. Made me like miss Gran Turismo because we were talking about it being like a, a system definer, you know, the kind of thing where you're like, ah, that's what the PS5 can do. It's like that used to be Gran Turismo. But uh, the PS5 is now officially sold, I think, 0.2 million more than the PS4 sold in the same time span. So they're doing OK without yeah. 
They're having doing fine. That, um, that 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 really hot exclusive. I also love just completely that you know Insomniac can switch things up and and make you know two of the best superhero games that I've ever played um, that that are universally loved that like have sold so many copies and then turn right back around and kind of do you know their most iconic character yeah. or one of their most iconic characters at least and it's one of the most exciting games announced this year um i just i just i, I love it it just feels mm-hmm. good it surprises me ben when i hear from developers that they weren't they weren't sure that it was going to be good like the team at hades they just want to uh dice get you know they were the dice game award and they're just like wow all this reaction and it's like well you made it you know how good this game is and dude, I, I don't can- know i, I imagine <laughs> Because I feel this way when I make videos, dude. Sure. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what it's like working on a game yeah. and being like, okay, I've Who been knows? working on this for seven years. I hope it doesn't suck. Like, I yeah, can't. last week we talked about the, the Pokemon Snap crew, and they're just like, oh, this year, Nintendo, of all years, <laughs> like, you're releasing Pokemon Snap. Um, but I could see them being really nervous about Spider-Man. You know, just like, oh, people, yeah. could, hate, oh, people sure. could hate this. They could hate our oh, take. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Whereas yeah. for Ratchet, I don't know. It kind of feels like they're really cozy. <laughs> it feels like they're like oh, They've really made a lot excited. of games. It's an established yeah. them going, fan base. Them going back and reinventing these areas seems like something they they really want to do just because it's fun. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of enthusiasm. And it's funny, you know, we're talking about Demon Souls and Returnal. It's like generally of the more positive of the PS4 and PS5 exclusives we've had lately. Riot Games this week shut down a thing called Chrono Shift that is a fan legacy server, allows players to access a 10-year-old version of LOL. And I saw this headline and I had my first impulse, which I typically have whenever I hear stories like this, which was, of course, like, of course, this is going to get shut down. Of course, somebody's going to, you know, drop the ban hammer and send you a cease and desist. The more and more, though, I read it, I'm I'm not sure. And I want to throw it at the team. I got some legal language that is fantastic. I mean, it is boring <laughs> as hell, but I'm so excited I get to read it <laughs> because there's an official letter that PC Gamer shared from Riot to Chrono Shift. Um, that has a, but it's an email, so it's not like an official legal document, but it was for sure read over by several lawyers. Uh, and it is very funny because it's extremely cordial at the beginning. There was like a bit of confusion. Somebody reached out that was on the security team, so it wasn't a lawyer, and they just wanted to make sure, hey, can you just shut it down and hand over, and then we're fine. And um, Chronoshift said no, and so then uh, things got legal. Uh, in the letter from Riot, they said, Riot's intellectual property rights are extremely valuable, and this Riot takes this matter very seriously. Accordingly, we demand that you and the ChronoShift team immediately discontinue any work on the ChronoShift project, shut down the ChronoShift server, and remove all marketing or publicity for the project, including on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We understand that you are among the lead developers and administrators of the new emulated server project. While Riot appreciates your support for and dedication to LOL, and I love that in an official lawyer-approved email, it's still LOL, uh, Riot cannot permit the use of, or exploitation of unauthorized emulated servers in any manner by anyone, irrespective of the intent or purpose of the server. So specifically that last sentence, them saying like, hey, it's not personal. This is just like in our bylines. Um, does that make sense enough for you to say potentially like, yeah, right. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're making, they're allowing people to play Riot, you know, or, or League of Legends, a, a version that uh, doesn't exist anymore. Of course you have the right and should in every instance come in and, and shut this down. Before we get into more details, does that alone ring true? Legally, yeah. Yeah, legally. Having yeah, having the right, sure. Uh, it's not necessarily the same as should. I don't know. It just, without knowing a lot of detail on this story, I feel like 
yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like an old Counter-Strike server or Battlefield server or something like that. Like, there's tons of people running legacy stuff like this and, you know, n not making any kind of money off of it. They're just, you know, playing with their friends. So I guess sometimes these things get to a matter of, like, what what's the scope? What's the scale of what they're trying to offer people, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's a weird thing unless they're trying to... You know they're gonna pull like a, a wow thing where you know they they let people do that themselves, but I, I kind of doubt it. <laughs> League classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it. They they own it, and you know you can absolutely exercise uh, their control over it. But I wonder with WoW Classic specifically, and I, I feel like this also kind of ties into the remaster remaking craze that we've kind of been seeing for a while. Uh, if companies will start to change their mind a little bit, because Blizzard saw great success with WoW mm -hmm. Classic. Now, World of Warcraft is an incredibly successful game, but but so is League of Legends. And I think it's an audience that has been around for so long and is so huge. I think it, it would make sense for Riot to do something like that to to you know go back to an earlier version of the game and and play off that nostalgia uh and capitalize that and i i wonder if we will see in the coming years other things like that from other companies right Sim at, at a similar level i would imagine ben do you think you know because riot tends to be pretty secretive with a lot of their development do you think that potentially they are tooling around with something like this i remember when you know the metroid 2 uh, fan game got shut down like Samus right. Returns was basically around the corner. Right. And well, um, and well, classic, they shut down the servers because they wanted to do like, kind of in a similar move. Uh, mm -hmm. They shut down those servers before, I think. Then everyone complained yes. about it. Right. <laughs> and then well, classic came later. So I wonder if a little yeah. classic maybe, yeah. is, is maybe the, the repercussions well, of this. With Riot in particular, Blood, you're, you're on the money. <laughs> it It sort of feels like Riot is working on a hundred different things. Yeah. And within yeah. those hundred things, <laughs> it could it be a possibility? Yes. But uh, Riot has shown that they certainly take their time with things. Um, there there are a lot of projects from Riot that we're still waiting on. And so, well, not a lot. I should say a handful. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's a possibility. I just... Riot just feels like it has so much going on right mm -hmm. now. Um. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to gauge it if something like that is happening when it would happen. Uh, Jones, I don't know if you know this, but does it say if these the people that made this like version of the game are making money off of it anyway or anything like that? They are not. Uh, they specifically said okay. we've been working on this project for almost five years, thousands of hours. We never asked for as much as a donation during all this time, paying expenses out of our pockets. We have refused and banned people that offered us thousands of dollars to gain access to the project, oh. which is a weird flex. Interesting. But, um, huh. Which again, it's if if you know specifically, they're like these are our bylines, and they're like, well, we didn't ask for money, and right could be like, yeah, that's you know yeah it doesn't that's matter one aspect of it but then there's all these other things you're right. not specifically addressing mm -hmm. uh and again it's a big long letter i'm only grabbing extras from it and there's lots of online forum and website conversations and on social mm -hmm. media and stuff i wonder if the youtube and twitter are kind of pronounced because it's because we're talking about servers here i think that's one of the reasons why i'm on the fence it's like this isn't a metroid 
fan remaking. I'm not like creating new art and trying to sell that. I think that's one thing that's obviously like like a confusing breach of contract because if I'm Nintendo, it's like, well, that game doesn't technically exist. And I don't want our fans thinking that it does. Whereas this is, I don't think this infringes in that way. Again, I'm not speaking legally, just I wonder if some of these things obviously only become actionable on Riot's behalf because of their size. And I wonder if they were just like, all right, they're making all these YouTube videos. And, mm-hmm. you know, they talked about like them at the marketing themselves. And I was like, marketing, that seems like a weird thing for a server that just wants access to an old game. To, but to specifically be like, no, no, we want to advertise ourselves to right. as many people. That smells in, like in, you're going to get shut down. In another way, League of Legends, like many games nowadays, really prioritizes engagement, right? So it's it's a free-to-play game that is constantly releasing new cosmetics. Um, and so be- because of, like, the cycle that League of Legends exists on, it is to their benefit to keep players as engaged as possible and kind of, like, as on the pulse, pulse as possible. You know, I could see an argument from them like oh if this comes out and draws a bunch of budge that will hurt our engagement that will hurt people playing yes. the current mm-hmm, version yeah. of our, our game it's 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 kind of a two-sided coin for me because on one end like obviously they said like we are an extremely huge game we have a very valuable ip we'd love to protect it and it's like well of course you would obviously but on the other hand it's like well if your ip is so big what what's this gonna do <laughs> you know, yeah. Is this, yeah, yeah, is this yeah. really right. gonna? Is this really like a, a dent in the armor, or is this something that? Um, yeah, maybe personally, just, I'm with you, but right. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, again, I, I haven't landed control. because they a lot of the stuff grow, keeps growing. Some, sometimes when you hear about these things, the developers come out really hot and heavy. They get really aggressive. They get really frustrated, and mm-hmm. they are frustrated. They're alleged of being quote unquote disappointed in how Riot handled this, but they seem like really chill people. A lot of their announcements have been very, you know. Um, uh, you know, this is an ongoing game. It's not like they're bringing something from the past. I mean, they are bringing the version of the game from the past, but they're really just celebrating this thing that they clearly love so much. Um, but at the same time, it's like, this just, yeah, it seems inevitable. Got to get through this legal jargon because it's mm-hmm. just, I'm going to take a big, I'm going to take a big bite out of this. This is great. <laughs> from Riot, with respect to Chrono Shift, the creation, maintenance, and marketing of your server without Riot's authorization violates Riot's intellectual property and other of its legal rights. By way of example, such conduct enables and encourages acts of copyright infringement, such as the distribution and installation of unlicensed game clients. It also may violate the... An- the anti-circumvention and anti-trafficking provisions of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, 17 U.S.C. 1201A. See Davidson and Associates v. Jung, 422F3D 638th Circuit, 2005. Additionally, the ChronoShift project breaches the terms of the Riot Terms of Agreement and legal jibber-jabber policy, that is its actual name, and uh-huh. intentionally interferes with Riot's contracts with its customers. It's This paragraph is so funny because the beginning of the paragraph is like, hey, you talked to that guy online and... It was a confusion over whether he worked for us. He's in securities. He's not lawyers. Sorry for the confusion there. Anyway, shut it down or suing. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, coming out strong in that paragraph. Um, I could see making a, working on a project like this for exposure as well. Kind of the same thing with Metroid fan projects where it's like I got my game shut down, but maybe I got a job at Nintendo or maybe some other indie company heard of mm-hmm. this or maybe I can sure. put this on my resume. Which I actually do think that they're working with someone, but I forget who. But it doesn't seem like this team is ready to bail. It doesn't seem like they're like, well, our time's up. All right, let's go via this recognition, go move on to other mm-hmm. projects. Seems like they're, 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 they really want this to keep going. And I, 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 I want, if I'm working on a project like this, I would have a, a 
a parachute, you know, and have something just to maybe get me out of there the whole time. Mm-hmm. If something like this happened, just kind of cut my losses. Ben, do you think this is a fight worth fighting? I mean, no, no. Um, on a legal level, no, because it it is it is riots property. They can shut it down. It, like we, I feel like, you know, every every so often we hear of a story like this. You know, some fan is trying to make something that sounds really cool and a lot of people would appreciate, and then a company comes in and shuts it down. Like, and the company always wins. Um, and maybe there is something positive that kind of inevitably comes out of it. Like, uh, Wow Classic is a good example. But um, I don't know what they can really do. Uh, well, it makes me wonder if there are companies that we know that are cool with stuff like this. And like Ninten- like the opposite of Nintendo, basically. Like Nintendo is going to shut you down. Like you, mm-hmm. you should know if you're messing with any of those properties, it's not gonna it's not gonna end well um, or profitably. Uh, but are there any companies outside of, like PC modding that we know that um, are actually like? You know, maybe not encouraging, but just like, oh, hey, this project's neat. Go check it out. Like, um, no issue for us. What about like Valve? Like, what was that Half Life yeah. remake thing? Uh, Black Mesa? Oh yeah. Yeah, Black yeah. Mesa Valve. I don't know a lot Valve's about it. Was, I don't know if Valve was actually involved, like making any of it. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But uh, I don't know. There's like tons of old versions of Counter Strike you can still play. I'm not sure how it all works, but. Um, so I looked this up. Uh, the developer behind AM2R was uh, hired and worked on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, fantastic. That hmm. game's great. Go play Ori and the Will of the Wisps, people. Yeah, it's great. Uh, also in 2020, Riot Gene, quote-unquote, uh, that was the username, uh, warned the team after the announcement, just jumped in. It's like, hi, I work at Riot. Don't do this. <laughs> You're going to get uh, shut yeah. down. Like, yeah. Bad idea. Um, so, again, they're just so nice. Something about nice devs. They're just so nice over the Chrono Shift team. And, like, they're so heartbroken over this. But it's like, you had to know. Yeah. It's going to happen. But just, just, just the server. You know, especially accessing, like, an old version of the game is fascinating to me in terms of legality. But might not be more developing things there. This is dangerous because I'm, I'm betting this isn't going to happen. I'm betting this is just some weird... This seems kind of too good to be true. I'm betting this is some weird rumor. But apparently, from Daniel Richtman, who has... Uh, it was in the comic book space and has uh, in the gaming space and has uh, teased and spoiled a lot of uh, leaks and stuff like that. Uh, wrote via Stealth Optional <clears throat> that NetherRealm and Marvel might be teaming up. For I don't a, think this is Brand. I don't think this is for a game at all. I think this is extremely likely. I get. Mm. I, I, you I, know I, could, what? I feel like I could clearly explain why. It's an emo- <laughs> yeah. It's not. Okay. A, it's not. It's not a logistical thing, Ben. It's just emotional. It's like holy oh. cow! I would play the hell out of that. Yeah. Um, because I played DC and I played Injustice and Justice Two and loved all of those. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's especially all that I you know know how much more I know about Marvel, even just in the span of when we got Injustice Two. Like how many more characters mm-hmm. have entered my brain? Like U.S. Agent, let's go. Um, uh, yeah. What do you take it away, Ben? What do you think? These two people were you know teaming up. I mean, it f- from Marvel's perspective, it makes so much sense, right? Because um, NetherRealm has has proven multiple times now that they can make superhero fighting games that people are really attached to, uh, that a lot of people play outside of the typical fighting game demographic, um, that you know is well supported and loved. You know, it, like there's just so many things 
going for it. I don't know what, like why you wouldn't look at them and be like, yeah, this makes perfect sense, especially after Capcom dropped the ball with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I can imagine that they're talking, they want, you know, when they slap their name on, on big projects, on big games like this, they want it to reach a certain level, and, and Injustice just seems so obvious, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and the potential for success is just huge. I mean, Mortal Kombat sells so much, Injustice sells so much. Yeah. Think of how much a Marvel fighting game could move, and I, I bet NetherRealm would be thrilled to take on that opportunity. Um, the main thing that I think keeps me skeptical is NetherRealm is like a division of Warner Brothers now, right? Yep. And and so like that's a good point. Them holding the DC license and and wanting DC to be, you know, just as big as the MCU um, eventually, hopefully. Well, uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Right. So what I'm saying is like that's the might, that's might a goal, face right? That is yeah. a long term goal, <laughs> right? Um, but and, even. Uh, even that, yeah. I think, could be turned into a positive, because, like, if you're owned by if you're if your game company that's owned by Warner Brothers, they just want your games to sell and be successful, and so it's like, even with that DC connection, right? It's like you, if NetherRealm makes a game that everybody buys, that's still a win for them, and not only is it a win for them. It'll probably draw in a brand new audience that when Injustice 3 or Mortal Kombat 12 or whatever it is comes out, that will be even bigger as a result. I'm hoping, Ben, I know we talked about this real briefly, but I'm hoping it's Marvel vs. DC or something like that. Oh, I think that would yeah, make... Yeah. I mean, Marvel, Marvel, like, Marvel, Marvel vs. DC, people would lose their minds. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. it just explode. People would spontaneously like, combust. If they yeah. could do well, that, that's it, the winning yeah. play. Especially because some of the best like moments in, uh, especially the injustice, you know, like you know, uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat was was fun, but like both of those injustice things, especially Injustice Two, there were some cutscenes that were like, this is a fantastic moment. There was a mo- mm-hmm. there was a, a scene between Robin and Batman that my jaw hit the floor. I was like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. because what do they get? They're just making this one game, so like let's go nuts. Let's have these yeah. characters not do, do stuff they've never done before. They want it, you know, like. DC is asking us to make these characters beat the shit out of each other. Like, how do we, how do we figure that out? How do we make that really impactful? Um, uh, I have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fascinating because if this does happen and and Netherrealm announces this project within fighting games, it will have kind of an uphill battle, I think, because people are so rightfully so people are so attached to Marvel versus Capcom mm-hmm. and love that series and totally sure. think it's been done dirty. And so that'll be from a perception perspective, that'll be a bit of a problem from that corner of the community. But Marvel is so big that I, I think in the broader audience, like that almost doesn't matter. Like most people yeah. right, aren't going to care I agree. remotely. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. And, and like, I really enjoy the Injustice games. I enjoy going through those story modes. I think they're really fun. I don't love them as fighting games. Like, uh, mm. so I, I wonder, like, I don't dislike them as fighting games either, but it's not like a, uh, just mechanically. It's not, your, it's not your preferred, yeah. Yeah, sure. exactly. And so I'm curious 
if it will feel like injustice if it will i think it will borrow a so. lot of the things that that it does well, that was gonna be my question ben is how much does injustice feel like mortal Kombat? i played modern mortal Kombat, but not at all as much as i played injustice it and feels I, pretty different than mortal Kombat, i would say okay yeah um because yeah i'm wondering if they can you know if if, if once one's all said and done if you were to play mortal Kombat 10 and injustice 2 and then whatever this you know potentially might end up being would you clearly tell like these made by the same team I mean, but these are very different f- fighting game feels yeah i would say a more accurate way of of describing what i'm saying is it's like they clearly come from the same base right like it's it's not hard Mm -hmm. at all on a feel or visual level to tell that it's they they both look and feel like netherrealm games but i think from that base they change things up quite a bit ben Uh, i agree yeah it's gonna weird me out if this is true and it's like injustice just not like tagging people out because, you know, I'm so right. used to that in, in Marvel games and just, like, crazy-ass, like, mm. combo, like yeah. team-up attacks and shit. Right. Like, not that not that it needs to. It's just going to be weird for a little bit. I wonder if... Because something that Mar- NetherRealm's been, been really good at is taking their games and then expanding those audiences with absolutely wild characters, right? Like putting RoboCop yeah. in Combat 11 or the Ninja Turtles in Injustice 2. Like, I wonder if Marvel would allow them to do that. Like, even if you didn't get Marvel versus DC, it's mm-hmm. like, well, <clears throat> could you maybe get some Batman DLC? Like, is, would that be possible? Yeah, dude, that would be super, first character is Batman or something. Yeah, like, that would be people nuts. would lose their minds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's smart, Ben, especially be... in the age of Smash, where, like, how much attention a oh, new yeah. character coming into a fighting game can get. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think Netherrealm understands that like almost better than anybody yeah, yeah. Totally. dc yeah. and marvel are both in Fortnite. we're we're, th- we're almost there <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's there kind of is a weird precedent yeah uh but would there be howard the duck that's my question <laughs> uh, that's definitely something i could see netherrealm doing yeah 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 yep. correct me if i'm wrong but i also feel marvel current marvel marvel in 2021 is a little more down to get bloody than dc is DC would focus more on like big bruises huh. and big impacts. You know, it's like Superman's gonna like knock the guy up into space and then knock him down. Whereas like Deadpool's finisher is like, oh my god, you know, like that'll be. Imagine they'll be a little more. Maybe intense I don't think there's gonna be Deadpool's like kind of in its own. Deadpool's kind of in its own universe, but yeah, yeah, it Did feels like they kind of separate Brennan, them. Because you're saying this after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and like when I was watching that show, it was like, wow, that. That got really violent. Like I was not expecting that. Like not yeah. like R-rated violence, but right. more than I was anticipating from your your typical. Well, MC seeing thing. seeing blood happens, you know, less than you think it does. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember, mm. I remember the Batman the animated series. Somebody pointing that out. It was like, oh, it's just in the pilot, and then every other time they, you know, people just get dirty. <laughs> you know, like there's, you know, throw a guy out of a helicopter and you see him come up out of the water. Like I'm okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I wondered though. How upset if this got announced, DC fans would be, because it kind of reminds me when J.J. Abrams jumped from Star Trek to Star Wars, and they're like, "Hey, you know." It's like mm-hmm. I remember this like heartbreaking cartoon I saw of this little version of like Jean Luc Picard or something, or no, it was Kirk. This little version of Kirk, mm-hmm. and J.J. Abrams was like, "Hey," and he was walking over to Han Solo, and Kirk was like, "Oh," <laughs> and um, I, I, I'm curious if you can remember any other famous betrayals, just a company, somebody famous and was very talented that then was like, sure. I mean, you know, I've got a lot of success and I'm re- good at what I do. Let me go over and play that. This is not a betrayal, but weirdly people interpreted it as one. 
what immediately springs to mind is people got so upset when Final Fantasy XIII was announced to be coming to the Xbox 360. True. I remember that. The level of anger over that announcement was insane. Was Eleven already on 360 at that point? Uh, I think at the point it was. I know it was, just uh, at that point. Uh, I played it on 360. but I don't remember Eleven generating that kind of response, and I wonder if that's just Oh, no one gave a shit about it. Yeah. Or 360. But I don't I don't know if 11 was out at that point. It's a good question. For 360 anyway. Yeah. Uh, also, just because I'm one of the few people in this industry that will bring up mobile, talk about mobile, push mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Contest of Champions. Doing well. Been around Fran, for a while. I gotta, play, game. I gotta play Fantasian, man. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we can go off on that. <laughs> that is not Marvel adjacent at all, but somebody tweeted that at me, and it's like, don't tell me. The PS3 store going down, somebody did Final Fantasy Crystal Defenders. That's a, a tower right. defense mm-hmm. Final Fantasy game. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> don't. It's your kryptonite. <laughs> what are you doing? But um, I tell you, Ben, I tell you, I mean, I'm just being safe with my emotions in terms of this actually happening because I would play the ever-loving crap. Sure. So the updates, because that was the thing about the Justice where it was like, oh, I got a new armband. It's like, I mean, for Batman and Green Lantern, I'm going to play this game. <laughs> you know, it's like, I got to get that oh, armband. Right. If, they, if they do it, they're going to go absolutely So all these dumb cosmetic the things that they could potentially stuff. do. I really, I could have egg on my face with this one, but I really feel confident that it will happen. Cool. Well, I'll tell you another reason I think it's going to happen. I mean, Marvel is spending money on Fortnite, Avengers, Spider-Man, Ultimate Alliance 3, Black Order. I'm curious if we're getting Lego Marvel Super Heroes 3. I wonder. I wonder if we'll ever hmm. see that. Lego seems to have kind of slowed down recently. Well, um, the uh, Skywalker saga got delayed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clean it which, up. Holy cow, Brad. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. be playing that. Brad, you playing that? Uh, maybe. Awesome. I haven't really, I haven't really right. played a lot of those Lego games. So maybe. Well, that's the one. I mean, it's the it's all of it. You know, you've, uh, there, you quick thing before we move on from Marvel is, if this happens, Ben, I really hope mm-hmm. this doesn't mean the end of potentially Marvel doing something with Capcom in the future. I really yeah, like those games. I, I everyone has a really soft spot for those games, so I hope it's not like totally. you know the end forever. Yeah, I don't. Out. I don't have a lot of faith, but. I don't know that I had a lot of faith post NDC three either. So, right, I, yeah, totally, man. I I would love to see. I'm with you 100. Um, percent It would be great to have MVC like on top of the world, going to Evo and people saying yeah. wins Marvel and freaking out. Like, they you're gonna just... say that regardless, but for mm-hmm. a new Marvel yeah. game, you know, they should just do a DC versus Capcom. Then it happens. <laughs> Spite play, dude. I'd take Capcom That'd versus anybody. Wait, DC, Marvel, versus- and Capcom are all in Fortnite. What is happening yeah. in this world? <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keeps you in an endless cycle of debt. Upstart can help you get ahead. Are you carrying a credit card balance month after month? You're not the only one. High interest rates make it hard to pay off your debt, but Upstart can help. Join the thousands of happy borrowers who made that final payment. Do you dread looking at your credit card statement every month? We don't blame you. Upstart can lift that weight off your shoulders so that you can feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal 
loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. That means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five minute online rate check, it's, they're all five minutes. All these companies are like, all oh, this takes five minutes. Uh, and I believe every one that I've tested was, was slightly under five minutes, but the, they, they mean what they say. You can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. We are definitely feeling it at Easy Allies. I'm sure people are feeling it around the world that the vaccinations are going out. We're kind of, so we might pull it off in 2021. We might actually go out you know, and, and hug a friend and actually have dinner somewhere. Could happen. <laughs> so it's a good time to reevaluate your finances. And uh, thanks to Upstart, who's been around for these Eli's podcasts for a little bit. I can't helping wait. people. Feels good. To get fully vaccinated and then stay inside my home and play video games all day. <laughs> <Maybe>? <laughs> when or that delivery changes. dude shows up, yep. you feel you shake <laughs> his hand. Thank you, delivery dude. Brad, that was perfect. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash easyallies. That's upstart.com slash easyallies. One word. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash easyallies. Thank you. Hello, Tushy, for giving me, I'm not even kidding, like 15 different intros. There are so many different ways I could potentially take this. What did I go with? What did I go with? <laughs> Forget the flowers. Ditch the gift cards. Mom deserves something that will last her a lifetime of flushes. Refresh your gift game with Hello, Tushy. Bring your mama into the future with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and will help stop flushing her retirement down the toilet in toilet paper costs. They said TP. I don't want to confuse people. Hello Tushy 3.0 cleans butts like a champ, but it doesn't stop there. It cleans itself with the Smart Spray trademark automatic self-cleaning nozzle. When we say anyone can put this shit together, we mean even your parents. And I am a parent, and I put this together. Yes, yours. Hello Tushy 3.0 attaches to your existing toilet with no electricity extra plumbing, or tech support FaceTimes, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%, so the Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in a few months. Plus, every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Mom already got a Tushy on her pot? Blow her away with an upgrade to the new Hello Tushy 3.0. If she's new to the revolution, have her join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now for a clean butt with every flush. Yo, mom, are you part of the revolution? Yo, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your butt, mom? Uh, I gotta admit, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I feel like this is really happy and not as uncomfortable as the Hello Tushy ads have been in the past. So I just want to throw this in there, okay? And this is just straight from the heart. This is truth. I'm not spinning this at all. Some poops are not great. Some poops you're just not, you're not happy about. You just oh, no, want to be. You just want right. to be someplace else. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's just every, you're like, what happened? What did I, was it something I ate? Was something I did today? What did I do to deserve this? Do you ever and have every poops where like, you feel compelled to make a sound with your mouth? Like, <laughs> just going so bad that you just gotta like- Or you're in a public it. bathroom and you hear somebody, you hear another guy that's just oh, going, you're like, I'm sorry, God. buddy. What an insane uh, question. That's a bit. That's been several that's been several good comedic scenes and comedies over the years. It's the guy next to the guy who's having having a hard time. Um, for the past couple months, every time those happen, I'm like, gosh darn it, wait a minute. Hello Tushy, my, my angel coming in saving the day. 
Give the gift of a clean butt. Go to hellotushy.com slash easyallies to get 10% off plus free shipping. That's a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash easyallies for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash one word, easyallies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Hey, Brad, a new Castlevania game came out this week. Woo! Yay! (laughs) Yeah. I did it. Did you know about uh, Castlevania Resurrection? I knew about this game a long time ago, yeah. I knew about this game, the Dreamcast game. If this game came out, I would have bought a Dreamcast. But it didn't. And guess what? I didn't get a Dreamcast. (laughs) Never had a Yeah, I didn't either. That was not the best decision. Well, I wanted a PS2, man. After the game trailer started, but... I chose the PS2, Fair. and there was two Castlevania, well, said, or Castlevania games on there. Yeah. You said, oh, like, you didn't hear about this either. You, you did not know oh, about, I knew about this. Castlevania Resurrection, or Bloodworth. Said, oh. oh, oh yeah, I'm I surprised. wasn't aware until you sent me the, the links. Yeah, ben, I didn't know did about you know? it until reading the, the article. I thought it was cool that it starred Sonya Belmont. Uh, mm-hmm. It was funny watching the footage for it, though, and being like, Oh yeah, it looks yeah, terrible. Yeah, this doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> looks, it definitely reminded me of of Castlevania '64 for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a little yep. bit sharper than Castlevania. Castlevania '64 is fuzzy. Sure, yeah, oh, it, it reminded sharper, me more yes. of the PS2 games. <laughs> that game is soft. Oh, PS2 games, um, but it is <laughs> way better or play I mean, better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is worth noting. It says prototype. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a demo. The prototype a yeah. lot of times is slapped together in like a right. week. Yep. Well, sure uh, this was at E3, E3 1999. I got my start mm. in the industry three years later. Just missed it. Uh, so if you were at E3 1999 and I guess got in line or maybe had an appointment, you got to play this. I don't know if it's this demo. Again, it's a prototype. Uh, it is not the complete game. Canceled in March of 2000. Um, I might try was... to download and play this. Yeah. If yeah. I can. I'm I not sure get... how involved the setup is, but. Uh, it is set to be the was set to be the seventh named Castlevania, the third in 3D after the 64 games that we mentioned. Uh, yeah, Sonya was in it. What was Sonya from, Ben? Do you recall? Castlevania Legend. The from the oh. 1997 for the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And Victor Belmont, who uh, I don't know if was spoken of in lore, but was never a playable character, but then was in Lords of Shadow 2 in 2014. <laughs> wow. Uh, but it was canceled oh, a couple months after E3. And that's the thing about E3 is like sometimes you play a game and it's gone. <laughs> you never yep. get to play. Yep. Uh, that's that the thing about old again. E3, Brandon. That's yeah, the thing those that old stands games. out to me. We don't get this as much. Now, the public getting in more and more. You don't You don't get a lot of these games that like, oh. when is it coming out? Oh, yeah, we don't know. We're just messing around with this thing. I, met, I said Castlevania Legend singular. It's Legends plural. Legends. Nice. Your Final Fantasy Legend, Castlevania Legends. <laughs> Uh, the for- last thing that like sticks in my mind is when uh, when Nintendo first showed the Wii U and they had a bunch of those prototypes, and like some mm. of them sort of came out. Like Project Guard was like bundled in with Star Fox Zero or whatever. But yeah, that was like the last thing that I can remember off the top of my head that felt like, hey, this is a tech demo, and maybe it'll become a game, maybe it won't. Uh, a lot of people reported on this. Ars Technica phrased this, I thought, really well. In a 2007 interview with the Castlevania Dungeon, project art director Greg Orduyan said that the game was making good progress subsequent to that E3 showing, but Konami canceled the project and every Dreamcast game the same day that Sony announced the PS2 in March of 2000. Yep. 
Wow. Bye. Yep. Wow. Uh, brutal. Man, uh, to be the fair, kind of stuff I wish came out on the, like with the compilation games. Like, mm-hmm. I, of course. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, it's just this thing. We also yeah, like Star Fox Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's Konami. This could so. only. It can only do good things for Castlevania fans, right? There's no Castlevania fan that's going to be mad. This game's terrible. You know, I will like, not be mad. Yeah. Can. Well, at least from the games, right? Can Castlevania can, can Castlevania fans be any more disappointed than they are right now with the state of Castlevania games? Sadly, Ben, uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> it could, probably. It could get worse. There's no there's no Castlevania survive. What was the? <laughs> there's no yeah, like, Metal Gear Survive. There's a pachinko uh, machine though. Um, so there you is. go. The game comes from French Dreamcast preservationist Comey Laurent. Uh, or combi or combi uh he found out that the about the working copy earlier this month so this is not something he was sitting on for a very long time the owner is quote adorable and passionate mm. uh, the owner passed this on to combi because he had the clout he had the tech and he was like you just you, you make this something that people can check out apparently there's a way to actually get this burned on a, a disc that you can just put in your dreamcast and it'll work yeah that's i wouldn't awesome. have done it but he was so damn adorable <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can i just say for the record i respect your adorableness and passionateness uh, it was listed on eBay and got up to twenty grand before it was taken down. <laughs> wow! Yeah, and then the person was like, "Well, I'm not going to make twenty grand on this, so here you go. You can take it." Um, Dude, but- imagine having twenty grand to spend on a Dreamcast Castlevania yep. demo. Imagine that living that life. That's got to be it. despite a close friend. That's got to be you have a friend. <laughs> That just loves Castlevania, and you want to have them over at your house. Oh, look at this! And like, what? What the hell? The funny thing is, though, if Ben had it, I bet he'd spend it. <laughs> ben. That's why I don't have it. We, yeah, that's why I don't. We can make some phone calls. Well, again, it's everybody can check it out now. But um, you know, we got we had twenty thousand dollars in savings. Yep. We just got to figure out what to do with it. This could be it. I think our fa- I think our audience would understand. Um, uh, some in a way, this games is on. Sorry, in a way, this is probably no, the no. newest Castlevania game we'll get for a long time. So please enjoy it. What about you, Brad? Are you gonna check this out? Yeah, I would like to. I mean, it looks really bad, but I still want to play it. The badness, I think, is part of the appeal for me. She moves so slowly. That's the I main thing that. that stuck out to me. But Ben, I'm so used to bad Castlevania games already. It's not. It's not as fun for me anymore. I'm just like, ah, another one. That's <laughs> fair. I think the badness part is part of the appeal because, like, if it was a full-fledged game, I think I'd be, like, way less interested. But just as, like, this curio of time, right? I, my curiosity is yeah. there. Am I still green, Ben? No. Oh! Are you going to be? Do we got a <laughs> yeah, Kalahotake coming up? Yeah, I remember I was recording a preview with uh, Huber one time, and I turned green, and I we kept testing it and testing it to like try to not make it do that. And every time I logged back into Zoom, I would see his face look to the side, and then boop, it would turn green. I'm like, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he would Hulk out, and I'd be like, I, No. I was hoping you were gonna say he Zoom. asked you if that was toxic waste. Yeah, or asked me to turn green specifically. Uh, you go to Combi Lawrence website, and there's some other fascinating Dreamcast games. I'm curious. Does it, mm. Before I even get into this list, any ones that, of note that you recall? Any other reasons no. you might have bought a Dreamcast that got, eventually got canceled, Brad? I feel like there's something. So I got like Echo games. Echo Two Sentinels of the Universe. I knew there'd be. Yeah. Wow. Good call. 
which is crazy that Echo like skipped the Saturn, I guess. Oh, I don't think that's crazy. Yeah, the, uh, the Half Life Dreamcast <laughs> skipped the Saturn and then came back potentially oh. for Dreamcast. That this wasn't hmm. a canceled Saturn game is what I mean. Well, the like, Saturn was like they. It was like they sort of like killed it prematurely. Sure. Yep. They didn't. That thing didn't last. Agartha, not Agatha. Agartha is a survival Garth. horror game. The strong hmm. Silent Hill vibes. Cool. Canceled. Uh, Doll Force XOP, a shmup. Canceled. Uh, Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. Ugh. Oh, <clears throat> man. Uh, and Half Life. Uh, yeah. Supposed to come to Dreamcast. Never did. I said that one. Yeah, oh, you sorry. did. No, it's okay. Um, and uh, a Genesis emulator. Which he called oh. a Mega Drive emulator. They but. did have, uh, and I had it, and I put a lot of time into it. That's actually how I played uh, Shining Force One for the first time. I forget what it was called. It was like a, it was a compilation of Genesis games on the Dreamcast. It was like Ultimate Smash Pack Volume One or something like that. Got it. Really good stuff on there. Any games that you can think of that you know are canceled because I always think about this. That you were just like, hopefully we'll get some weird demo. Hopefully we get any games or any Dreamcast games. Any games specifically? Yeah, Dreamcast is a you know nope. You know shout I mean, out Dreamcast wanna, fans, always, but do you get you get double points. Earthbound sixty four man. Yeah, Earthbound sixty four. I'm not even the biggest Earthbound fan, but uh, but Earthbound sixty four I think would have been fascinating. Because it seems like a nice trend. I'm hoping we get some momentum here and we get these weird demos coming yeah, out. Yeah, Star definitely. Wars thirteen thirteen. Ooh, very just that yeah. demo just that very demo good would pick. be dope yeah. yes yeah i just want to walk around that city that we saw in the amy hennig game like he walks out of a, he walks out of a spaceport and looks it's like just let i don't have to interact with anything i just want to see the same ship could fly over every 10 seconds i just want to see that thing uh in real time i got a deep cut uh because just because i want don to play it remember this is vegas Yes, I did. There was clearly yeah, a lot of that game was, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a, that was not just a demo. There were like full on gameplay trailers for that sucker, and then whoosh. Do you ever yeah. wish like some games came out that you that should have just stayed canceled, like Duke Nukem Forever, like flip that <laughs> <stuff> <laughs> <around. laughs> Was Vegas was that supposed to be an MMO? Or are you thinking a different one? No, it was Action Adventure. Okay. Was it? This is Vegas, here. like advertising like how adult it was. Wasn't that a big part of it? Probably. I don't recall specific. I just remember it was like it was it was like GTA meets Mario Party. It was very strange. Like it seemed like it's like it's like GTA, but you don't leave the casino. And you're like, all right, interesting. Take. Yeah, I feel like Sony Online had some kind of like spy kind of MMO or something that never actually saw. That the sounds very familiar, Blood. I'm not thinking oh, Agent, but there was something no, along yeah. those lines. When they were trying the MMO space a lot more. That Ben is in a situation where he can have a somewhat distant relationship with his cat while recording the podcast. <laughs> if I open that door over there, this would be the Norbert podcast. Like there was ah. no way, there's no way I could possibly <laughs> talk to you about video games with a cat in the room. I am very jealous. Also, this week, the Noid is back. I in the notes for also this week in Slack, I wrote the Noid from Domino's. Did I need to do that? Did I, if when I say the noid, I, I was yeah, that's sure a pretty, yeah, no, I, pretty dated character. I mean, it I, is. I, I think we would know, but generally, uh, the noid's a weird. Us old fogies. Are there's a there's a couple there's another yeah. time I came back like somebody made like a fan game a couple years ago, right? Oh, 
Did we ch- check out? I, Kyle I sadly out do not have that info for you. Wait, let me get yeah. Kyle on the uh, phone right now. I just want to um, say this for our audience, because if you haven't seen it, you, it will immediately improve your life, regardless of your current situation. Uh, if you have not seen the Hatsune Miku Domino ads, go oh. to YouTube and look those up. It is like some of the funniest. Yeah, it's amazing. Intentionally funny mm. or just... Are they Japanese ads or American the Jap- ads? No, no, they're the Japanese okay. ads. Yeah, yeah, the Japanese ads. I don't, I don't know, Brandon. I don't know if it's intentionally funny <laughs> How or am not. I supposed to feel about But it is very funny. Have you ever seen the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, Black Black commercials, the gum? I think you told me oh, about yeah. that two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Black Black. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Black Black. And then the, Stol- yeah, the uh, Schwarzenegger. There's a whole string yeah. of Japanese. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's all, there used to be a website. If It doesn't exist anymore. But, yeah, the whole website. Yeah, all those stuff. commercials. Well, the Noid's in a crash in the uh, crash on the run, which is the Crash uh, Bandicoot mobile game. He's a, a boss that you face. He's totally modeled by the, the team. Boss. Someone's job was to bring the Noid back in 2021. I imagine imagine a serious meeting. Imagine people in a conference room being like, "Okay, the ears. Let's talk length. What do we do? Like, let's talk that yeah. red, darker, lighter." Um, Ben, I would love for you to elaborate on this because this is significant. On May 1st, Yoshinori Ono is leaving Capcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who just says, screams Capcom to me. He's going to go work for Delightworks. Uh, mm-hmm. And you you dug in a little bit on Delightworks today. Yeah. Um, so Delightworks uh, develops Fate Grand Order, which is an insanely, insanely successful game. Very, Commun- very, very huge. Community Showcase hype. <laughs> yeah, Community, sh- community Showcase hype. Mm. Uh, I've played some of it myself. It's enjoyable, but you know, it's a gotcha at the end of the day. Um, and they are working, they're assisting with the new Melty Blood that is coming out. Um, oh, okay. With French bread. and So not the old Melty Blood, this is a new project. This new Melty Blood project, yeah. And Melty Blood uh, is a niche fighting game that has a very, very, very passionate and dedicated fan base mm-hmm. um, playing Melty Blood in the bathroom. And yeah, Ono Ono's statement was really interesting because he was like, I'm going to be stepping, you know, you may not see me in the FGC for a while, mm-hmm. which is interesting because this company is involved with an upcoming fighting game. And so I wonder what Ono will be doing. He said mm-hmm. he will be kind of looking at development from a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, he said you know, this company will be very, very different from the one that uh, I've worked at. And yeah, just a whole bunch of mixed feelings because people were definitely out there talking about how, you know, Ono leaving might be good for Street Fighter Mm. and that maybe there were some decisions made in the past uh, that were not the best for that series. But also at the same time, it's hard not to have immense respect for the man because, I mean... Blood, sweat, and tears. Street Fighter. He he yeah. he is dedicated so much of of his time and energy on that that franchise, and uh, was really the face of it for a very 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 long time. Yeah. Do you know how much he's been uh, involved in SF Five recently? Recently, like, has he been off a, it for a long time? Not at all. Yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been off it for a while. 
Well, th- this kind of theme came up last week when we talked about Kaplan and Overwatch, you know, and just this, how it feels strange to say goodbye to somebody whose face you just associate. And yeah. wh- whereas I would not have been excited for a Street Fighter announcement, you know, for p- just personally for myself, you know, being excited for content. I always love seeing this guy show up, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's so much enthusiasm. The people that anytime he'd, he'd be around, it's like a huge smile on his face, right? Like, yeah. Right. I interviewed him a couple of times over the years. You know, oh, I'm like, jealous. I would have loved to. Yeah. It's like he's just he's just one of those people that stands out among uh particularly among the capcom ranks and he's somebody that whatever he was doing it felt like he was giving it 110 percent. it must have been exhausting i mean you see him uh for character reveals he'd be dressing up in costume he'd be you know just action figures all the time i remember always always holding something it's something in his pocket yeah oh right yeah 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 yeah. Yep, yep yep His signature Blanca, but yeah, uh, I mean he 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 really committed to it. The 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 entertainment factor. Capcom had a uh, interesting week. They extended the village demo for twenty four hours to a week. I say that for two reasons. Oh. One is a public service announcement that go get it if you were mm-hmm. nervous they weren't going to do that before, and also it's them being like, okay, that was a dumb thing we did. Sorry, you know, based on player feedback. Which what what player feedback on a demo doesn't almost always say please extend this because we want to play it more like you want to disappoint but you want mm-hmm. people wanting more right. but um that was such a weird schedule and they are clearly going back on that and will hopefully never do that again don't do that weird well thing. yeah the the big thing that you know i saw several people complain about was the last two demos it was only an eight hour window so certain mm-hmm. time zones like Oh, I blinked and it was gone. Yeah, was, yeah they just mm-hmm. they just missed it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even saw somebody uh, come into like chat our chat room on Sunday morning, and and they were just like, "Wasn't there supposed to be a demo? It just says there's like six days on a countdown. Yes, the, the other day it just said one day. What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just expected everybody to watch that video and know yeah. that's what was going on. But smart move, fans win in the end. Uh, fans yeah. also kind of win in a weird way because re our Everse, even though the E is lowercase, which drives me crazy. It's supposed to be pronounced R Everse. It's like that E should be capitalized. No, it was right? uppercase. Is it capitalized? Every time no. I've seen it, at least in the logo. Ah, got it. Okay. Uh, but R Everse, the multiplayer mode in Resident Evil Village, is coming in summer 2021. Just get don't even don't even think about that when you're attaching a review mm. score to this I game. Wasn't. Yep. Right. Uh, yep. I do want to clarify, because thinking back on my statement, I worry that people get the wrong impression. I said I was not the biggest Earthbound fan, not because I don't like Earthbound. I like it very much. I just don't feel like I have enough comprehensive experience with right. the series to... No, yeah. it's yeah, Bloodworth yeah. is the Earthbound master at Easy yes. He's, he's the aficionado yes. that we go back yeah. to. It's all, yes. you know, all that's well, established. Well, I mean, I... I, I ended up stopping that playthrough halfway through, like right. two years ago, almost. Now it's like, oh, but would I ask that game sometime? Blood Worth question about Street Fighter? Hell no, hell no. Uh, Brie Larson gave a shout out to Able Gamers, which was really good to see. Um, uh, and specifically, the work Alana Pierce has been doing lately. Uh, Steve Spawn just had a birthday. He's been uh, having a nice mm. fundraising push. Uh, it's trying. He's got some big goals, big dreams over there. Um, you know, even much more so than they usually have. And uh, they're a wonderful crew. And it was just nice to, you know, specifically the the sentiment that she gave was like, I just learned about this. What a wonderful thing that you're doing. Um, and isn't that true? What a wonderful thing they're doing at Able Gamers. That was good to see. Uh, Super Mario Party's online now, you know. This is this is so crazy to uh, me. Like, when did, this, when did this come out, this game? 2018. 
this this game came out years ago, and everybody wanted online, and then three <laughs> years later they had it. And better late than never. I'm glad it's here. Yes, but this is this is bizarre. This is definitely like an unusual kind of update, especially for a game of this pop level of popularity. Right. Mm-hmm. I I think NPD tracks the top. 20 I they note if something gets into the top 20 they note what it was before I think uh crash was like 63 or something and then now it's up because it got ported to the switch do you think I'm going to be talking about Super Mario Party next month for the NPDs to be like whoa be you interesting know, you know I wouldn't say you know, that because of the popularity as, as, but it's a switch game and switch games are just one of the obstacles we came into is like oh well yeah we want to play this online and more people got to buy it yeah so yeah. I was like do we really want to buy five copies of Mario Party right now I feel like and I I don't know who I mentioned this to, but I feel like Mario Party is like that game that for so many people where they like forget about it for like five years and then one day they just remember like being in their pajamas playing Mario Party with their friends and they're like, I I want to recapture that. And then they go searching out for Mario Party. Pure speculation on my part, but I, I just, I feel like that happens for so many people where they, they, mm-hmm. they just... It's a, a childhood oh game. People were chasing those nostalgic feelings all the time with everything. Yeah. Think about like yeah, MMOs, everything man. All the time, yes. But there's there's something about Mario Party. I think it's like the communal aspect and its simplicity mm-hmm. that like. Yep. Yeah. Starting on August first, the developer share of the Microsoft Store PC games will increase from to eighty eight percent from seventy percent, hmm. um, which Ooh. I know is not like earth shatteringly fascinating, but. Uh, interesting, you know, we talked about Itch.io being in the Epic Game Store and somebody in the comments very smartly pointed out that they're like, oh, that's shots fired at, at Apple. You know, just the whole idea. Like, mm-hmm. see, we, we can have people in our marketplace that are making their own money. Um, so it's interesting. You know, finally, like the consumer and the developers are winning on the end of all of these stupid battles. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if this is a trend, but uh, good, good to see Microsoft yeah. doing. Um, according to Steam Records, Outer Wilds is getting DLC called Echoes of the Eye. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I know how not, this works. I have not looked up no specifically spoilers, on Steam. No spoilers, but this but... is not a game that screams DLC. Yeah. So, But uh, Ian's got eyes on that one. Respawn and Oculus won an Oscar. Yes, did they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the yeah. documentary and Above and Beyond. Yeah, not for some yeah, weird yeah. technical thing, for a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, it's called It's In Above and Beyond. The documentary is called Colette, and they won for Best Documentary Short Subject. This is in the game. This is a cutscene in a video game that won an Oscar. Just kind of... Yeah, it's Just crazy. And again, it's it. it's 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 a it's a extra mode. It's not like a you know the the ending of the game or something. It is just a documentary that they created because obviously they're doing lots of research. They got lots of uh, uh, material that they're going through. But I bet it's that that Michael <clears throat> Giacchino pull. Maybe getting um, some people to to check that out. Not something you hear. A fun win to celebrate. And and Stadia got a search bar. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that they didn't have a search bar. I mean, they didn't have enough games to need a search bar, Brad. Blood, they oh, press release this, right? Was it just in patch notes and then people went after that? Or no, did no, they no, no. They did a like, tweet. Hey. They did a tweet about it, That's like a right. self-congratulatory tweet. <laughs> and and that linked to a blog post with this as well as a few other obvious updates that are coming to Stadia. So what, I don't know what the bigger gaffe is, not having a search bar at launch or tweeting a search bar. Like, you don't tweet the... Well, if you made the first mistake, don't make the second one. Don't tweet the search bar. Not only is it not a search bar at launch, but we are way past launch. And this is Google 
a company that built its empire on people <laughs> searching, searching for things. That's How true. did this happen? <laughs> a little too How ironic. How did this happen? <sighs> the 2020s, man. They're wild. Yeah. It is time for love and respect. Love and respect. respect. From Bogdan B. Hey, Brad. Thanks for hey. the awesome return overview. Oh, thanks. Um, nice. w- would you say the game is closest to Vanquish from the gameplay perspective? I love this constant feel of movement, mm. dashing, dodging bullets, etc. Also, oh, answer that one. Any Vanquish vibes? You just played uh, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess in the sense of mobility and the speed you can move at. Obviously, you're not sliding around on your knees and shit like you are in Vanquish, but I can see that. Sure. And question for other panelists. Do we think this is a promising start for a potential new series from Housemark? I believe this would be their first series. I mean, who knows? It doesn't if it sells well. Promise that. Uh, yes. Well, they did multiple yeah. Stardust, right? Yeah, Super Stardust, like HD. I know they did yeah. that. Uh, but it, it's yeah. interesting to think about because... Yeah, they they kind of bounced around, you know, similar gameplay among their games, but they had entirely different franchises. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're like, okay, we're not going to do these anymore because they're not selling. So they started working on Storm Divers, which was going to be this super generic battle royale from what I could tell. It was like, okay. Like, even the name of it is like, you're going to drop in and there's going to be a storm. I get it. You know, it's just like, uh, but yeah, I, I think I we had recently looked at uh, an article from like a, about a year ago that it said like, Storm Drivers is on hold because they're going to work on another big game with a big partner. And it was all vague. And like it's so funny to read that now, knowing that it was Returnal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know whether they'll sequel it out or not. You're the one that's played it, so you would maybe I'm not no saying anything. That, I'm not yeah, saying anything. Exactly. Having not played it, I I think timing is everything. Um, and just of what just what I've heard about the game's difficulty uh, from Brad, and then you know seeing that echoed pretty much everywhere else, I I feel like this might be a, a harder sell than you know some other first party Sony games, but. It's the perfect time. As we mentioned at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show, people are hungry for games for their new consoles. Demand for the PlayStation 5 is still incredibly high. Um, And so I I think people are very curious and and maybe um, people that wouldn't normally give something like this a try definitely will. I, I actually think it will do quite well. Especially after the reviews. You know, it's sitting on a check in 86 on Metacritic. Yeah. I also think, Ben, that... This game is like pretty much a roguelike. It has a lot of elements, and I think games like Hades kind of yeah. brought that to a wider audience now too. So I think people are maybe yeah, more interested now, willing to give it a shot. And I feel like a lot of people are using that point of comparison, when, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's accurate or not. Um, and yeah, it coming after Hades and just the success of Hades, I think, you know, it being a roguelike or roguelite. Uh, yeah, totally. I think I think it's a great point, Brad. I don't know, Ben. It's you know, uh, hopefully it will do well. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't do better than Days Gone, you're on Last of Us remake. Well, it just depends what Sony's expectations like with this game like, are. You know, Jones. Yeah, I don't know. 
because like their well, their last few games didn't well, they do got it. too well, and Sony took He's a, 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 a big risk. Than, than uh, Returnal. Oh yeah, True. it did. Also, um, it's worth noting. I'm pretty sure House Mark is still completely independent. So. Yeah, I think oh, they're sorry. just publishing this. Yeah, I think I My could bad. be wrong, but yeah, I don't know what Sony's so expectations. Yeah, of Sony's this game publishing, are. but House Mark is still their own thing. I, I mean, still applying the sentiment of a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Let's play a game from Matthias. Dear allies, after your best efforts to conquer my game about Japanese rhythm games and their respective controls, I present uh-huh. you with a new challenge. And I love this. This is a Ben one. I had to wait till Ben was back on. Metal song or magic card? The rules are simple. <laughs> I present you with the name <laughs> of what I could. This is really good. good. This is re- I wouldn't I know it. any of these. Okay. Uh, oh, I wonder if I will. I present you with the name of what I claim to be a real card for Magic the Gathering, but it may also just be the title of a metal song. You have to declare magic or metal. Disclaimer, in the case of the title, by chance existing as a song title and a card game, the correct answer is magic. Think of it this way. Is the phrase a magic card or not? I also tried to include the respective band or magic set of origin and joy. Uh, And Ben, specifically, I mean, anyone else can chime in, but specifically from Ben, if you believe it to be metal and you feel good about metal, I'm curious who you think it is you know okay who, who okay. specifically wrote it. if you can call if you can call any of these sure um respect uh it's a big list but they're all so good here we go force of savagery uh magic uh what do you think brad magic i think i'll go it's like a black do you do you know ben or are you just is that a guess i I feel like I know it's a magic card. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I feel pretty confident. It is. It's from Future Sight. Uh, I got a couple a couple of Future Sight decks. Blinded by Fear. <laughs> that sounds like a metal That's song. That's metal. That's metal, yeah. That does sound like a metal song. It is metal. Do you know who wrote that? Nope. He's thinking no, about I it. I respect it. At the Gates. Do you know At the Gates? I know them. I don't listen to At the Gates, oh, cool. but I, I know of them. Wither Crown. Wither Crown. Dang. Dang. These guys just put me in a mood, man. I feel feel like Wither Crown could be a black metal song. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. I'm going to say Magic card. Uh, It is Magic. It's from Kaldheim. Neon, oh, it's a new one. Neon Knights. Is Call Time new? Oh, I know that this is a metal song. This is uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah. There it is. Nice. You got one. I'm happy. Uh, there's a couple of a couple of the big bands. Hopefully, you know, you might get. I don't recognize them. Sire of Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just hear it? Like, Sire of Insanity. Yeah. I guess it's, it's like magic. Magic. Uh, I'm going to say metal. It's magic. Dragon's Maze oh. is what that's from. I just really want there to be a metal song called Sire of Insanity, I think. Surprise there's not. Damnation. Damnation. Damnation? Is it uh, Damn the Nation or Damnation? Damnation. Just one word. Magic I mean, card? Like, probably both. Probably both. <laughs> yeah. That feels probably like probably both. both. Uh, but it is a magic card from Planar Chaos. Reign of Gore. That's Metal. metal. That's metal. That's like, yeah. like grindcore, cannibal corpse, or something like that. Yeah, I would guess. I would guess like cannibal corpse would be the first thing that comes to mind. It's magic. Dissension. What? Which I don't recognize. Dissension's a new one on me. I don't recognize. What is the name of that? That has to be a metal song. Reign of Gore. Please look at that. Throw another one at you. How about Hand of Blood? Hand of Blood. <laughs> now I have no idea. That does uh, sound like a magic card. For... 
Hand of Blood. Hand of Blood. I'm going to say Song. Song. Yeah, I'm also going to say Metal. Tis. Bullet for My Valentine wrote that one. Don't listen to Bullet for My Valentine. Neither do I. Yeah, I don't familiar. know any of those bands, really. <laughs> Kindle the Carnage. <laughs> I That sounds like a magic card, like specifically a mountain card. I'm going to say it's from Dissension. Song. Yeah. No, it's ma- magic the Gathering, it's magic. Dissension. Again, Dissension. Dissension's got a lot of strong uh, metal vibes. Yeah. I'm going to have to spell this one. It's pronounced Yokul Hopes, but it's it's Yokul, like um, um, J O K U L, like from Norse, H A U P S. Yokul Hopes. Metal. Uh, song? Metal, metal, yeah. It's a, it's a fun pick for metal. It's Magic. It's from Ice Age. Ah. Um, but uh, it's, it's an interesting oh, pick. I think I might know this card. Oh, wow. Oh, I think I might know this card. Yoko yeah, Hopes. Bonds yeah, yeah, yeah. of Faith. Bonds of Faith? That sounds like a card. Y- yeah, I could see it being like a Plains mm. Magic card. Probably. It's probably oh, white. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, that is uh, from Magic Innistrad. Grave Bramble. Grave Bramble? Grave I'm say magic. Grave Bramble. Bramble. Say yeah, I'll magic. say magic too. It feels like it has to be magic. It's got to be magic. No, no metal song has Bramble in it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Brandon. Well no said. Metal. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe Dream Theater, but nobody yeah. else is putting Bramble in their titles. Yeah. Well said. Tornado of Souls. Megan, that, is, that might be yeah. my all-time favorite metal song. I love, <laughs> I love Tornado of Souls. I was hoping so you much. would get the Megadeth one. I, yeah. I have listened to Tornado of Souls so goddamn much. So much. I could, like, do that whole song right now. Uh, just for time. For time is the only reason I'm going to ask you to do it, Ben, but I'm tempted. Yes. Uh, Creeping Death. Oh, come on. That's Metallica. <laughs> don't even. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know? yeah. Ride the Lightning. We don't go. To... We talk about Metallica. From the album Ride the Lightning. Nice. We talk about Metallica every now and then, Ben, but we never, uh, we never go track by their, track. Right. Their, uh, their best live songs. Rainbow in the Dark. That is Dio. Dio. That is Dio. Yeah. Ben. Mm-hmm. ben, you rule. Uh, <laughs> Angel of Death. That's Slayer. That's Slayer. One yeah, of the best yeah. Slayer songs. Yep. Four in a row. <laughs> one of the best Slayer songs. Angel of Death. Four in a row. Right on. Angel Witch. Watch the kingdom of the dead. What did you say, Joe? Makes me think of Bullet Angel Witch. Witch. Angel Witch. I got to go with magic at this point. We've had so many. We have. Yeah. Angel have Witch. Magic. A metal streak. There's like a small part of me that wants to say metal, but I'll also say magic. Uh, it's metal from the uh, from Angel Witch. That is their self. Yeah. Okay. Track. Not a, again, not a band I listen to, but I feel band. like I've heard before. Yeah. Debt to the Deathless. <laughs> really that good. does sound very metal. I'm yeah. gonna say a magic card. That sounds like an album for sure. Uh, magic. What did you already say? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll go magic. It is magic from Dragon's Maze. They got a fun job over there. Magic mm-hmm. <laughs> coming up with these. Chapel of Ghouls. Sounds like a song to me. It does sound like a song. Yeah, it sounds like a song. Uh, Morbid so- Angel wrote that one. Yep. Uh, and finally, Lord of the Pit. <laughs> that is, it would be a great metal song, but I think that's a magic card. I'm pretty sure that's a magic card. Really? Okay. Lord of the Pit. 
Yeah, I think it pit lords. Uh, yeah, magic. It does. You would th- you would imagine that's a cre- it's a creature card that's doing something to other creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes yeah. in, so yeah. creatures do something else. Lord of the Pit. That was a uh, from Alpha. I don't know if that was like the Alpha, like Alpha Alpha mm-hmm. of MTG, or mm-hmm. if it's that old, or if they had a expansion called Alpha. Not sure. But boy, he's had a fun list, man. I just. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad yeah, Tornado of Souls got mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's made my day, dude. It's you performed made my absolute day. admirably in that game. That was fascinating. From Andy Schreiner, a recent GDC survey found that about 44% of developers are claiming that the pandemic has caused delays in their releases, which is sure mm-hmm. to cause downstream effects for years to come. Does this concern you, or does this give you a breather so that you can go through your backlog or find a hidden gem from years ago? It's kind of been the sentiment of the last, like... 11 months, maybe not the first month, but I remember like right before the summer, last summer, we were like, oof, we're going to be feeling this for a while. Mm -hmm. Does it concern you? Concern me? No, I just think it's something to have people have realistic expectations on. Right. Um, I didn't get to read through the whole survey. I did check out the summary that GDC sent out, Um, but it is available to download for free. You just got to like give them some info. It's a little weird, I think, for us and our position, because we never us, run out of games. We yeah, we, you know, <laughs> it, it is our job to cover and talk about contemporary games, and so I I totally do understand the sentiment, um, but I don't think it's quite the same for us. Yeah, I I, I just kind of let it lie, you know. Like I don't I, I don't really have yeah expectations mm-hmm. in terms of when we're getting something. Um, curious don't have Huber on this week though like I kind of feel like I feel like the anti-Huber sometimes where he's so attached to like when things are specifically coming out and like obviously there's no blame you know right. companies doing stuff I just um, feel like a lot of these projects at this point have either already been delayed or we just don't know about them like the Nintendo stuff mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. like Nintendo it feels like they would have had a lot of other stuff out by now uh, but they're just really just spacing things out and taking their time and telling us about games like you know almost right before they come out like mario golf is just a few months of notice um so i feel like that kind of thing is probably happening with with them um, obviously xbox we're feeling at the most right the halo delay and, mm-hmm. and how long the rest of those teams are getting ready to gear up on things um but yeah i mean i think the summer showcases last year kind of show that there are lots of other small games just waiting to fill those gaps. Um, and, you know, Returnal is is one of those. Like, there's a game that may not have had a whole lot of attention if it was released in the midst of a huge storm of launch titles. But, you know, with the delays of other larger games, and here it is, it's, it's got a whole, you know, two months to itself basically before ratchet and clank comes out yeah boy that jason schreier book on the developing during the pandemic is sure coming out isn't it like of course he's working on that (laughs) that'll be a very fascinating read because i imagine this has got to be a really interesting examination of any company's culture about like how do we handle this like i could see some people totally thriving that they're like well we we weren't sure at first but we actually found out we we work really well from home obviously we would prefer to be together Mm. but um Whereas that could definitely be a speed bump for other people. Curious. 
curious to see when we once we're all vaccinated and all hopefully fingers crossed and all back in normal times how long it's going to be before people say the word pandemic in terms of game development when they say like no no two years later we're still still mm-hmm. holding on it's still still a tough year to make up it is time for bets next week's bets bet, resident bets resident evil village launches on may 7th did you know this ben did you know I just coming know. out next week Creep we, got, we got brad's on that one Oh, my game? Yeah. Oh, I'd pick World of Warcraft. That game's never going to (laughs) die. There's so much shit that I can do. Yeah, if I find out that you picked that on your island and I'm on a separate island, I'd also go WoW. If I'm like, oh, Brad's yeah, in on WoW, let's do it. That's a good, that's a good if we're call. all in separate I mean, I'm sure me, I've never played it. So I'd, I'd go for that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what, I don't want to do still playing well. all classes. Because you, you, you do every class. You know, you just do each yep. content and then you switch to your other class. Every class, every spec, everything. When does it end? Um, but no, clearly Plants vs. Zombies is the right answer to that one. Um, when we record next week's podcast, on the night of May 6th, which is going to be brutal that i got to cut this podcast knowing that that is being <laughs> downloaded on yeah, my Let's shoot that podcast early, my yeah, friend. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Good call, good call. Um, uh, I actually pushed the recording time back 30 minutes for this podcast. Redacted. Um, uh, I'm going to go to RE underscore games. URLs not included. How many words will be in the last tweet from at RE Games? I'm going to copy the text into Google Docs and I'm just going to go by what it says. I did that to the last tweet that they did, the one where they said, hey, you want that demo? You can play it for six more days now. Uh, 50 words were in that latest tweet. Uh, underscore is not included? Um, you under- mean URLs? Uh, URLs are not included. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no URLs. Did I say underscores? But hashtags? Did I say underscores? Those count? Hashtags could probably be one word. I mean, again, if it if it's super close, we can come up with a. Um, I don't okay. know how I don't know how close this is going to be between all of our bets, but uh, uh, Ben Moore, what do you think? I didn't know, so I just wrote thirty. Neat. None of us know. Brad Ellis. Yeah. What don't you know? Forty-five. Forty-five. Bloodworth. We're going up, up, up. Thirty-one. Oh my gosh. Sixty. <laughs> so I got the low. You got the low. Yeah. 60's rough, man. Just an <laughs> I love Resident 60. Evil tweet gets Ben the win. Watch Jones uh, win with 60. I gotta boot up. Just watch me. I gotta boot up my PS5 for this next one. This week's bet, Genshin Impact launched on PlayStation 5. Right. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, uh, April 28th. Right now, how many people are watching the first trending broadcast in the game's description? I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, Michael Huber bet 85. Brad Ellis bet 12. Those would be the opposing sides of the uh, spectrum there. Bloodworth bet 19, and I bet 24. Hmm. Might cut ahead, because I should All have had really my PS5 low, ready to go. Bets. Yeah. Well, because it's PlayStation streaming. Yeah. No, yeah, for you have sure, to stream sure. from the PlayStation, yeah. But Didn't even have to search. It was the first the, one. The power, of, the power of Genshin Impact, man. We'll see. Maybe you're completely right. Wait a minute. I feel like something's wrong. Yeah, it's, they, they don't have trending broadcasts. They got none. But I wonder if I download it if it gives it to me. Well, here we go. Talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. I'm downloading Genshin Impact. Let's <laughs> see oh, if anything shows the up beginning on my of the PS5. End. This is hilarious. Beginning there we go. The yeah. Now, on the download screen, they showed up. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah. We'll see if I log in after I'm done cutting this podcast. <laughs> Something of, it's one thing if you know a game exists. It's another thing if it's on your console. That changes things. Yeah, The true. top trending broadcast 
is from Young Caesar. That's spelled Y-U-N-G underscore C-E-S-A-R. And there are nine people watching Young Caesar. Nellis was the closest to that with 12. You guys were were right, man. (laughs) The next one is six. The next one's six. The next one's six. The next one's five. I don't know why why these are trending. Dude, anime lost this day. Yeah, that's true. You who also lost, or won rather, the Jovial Penguins, bringing their score to 10. But the vociferous beavers are right behind with nine. Love that. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. You might not know that that is a place you might just be listening to easy allies podcast. You might have skipped this part every single time. You're like, I don't like those bets. And you skip to the end. Then you won't know that we have a Patreon. It's how we are primarily supported here at easy allies. We are largely a crowdfunded operation. And thanks to all of our patrons and everybody that supports us in all the different ways that we can. But you get that exclusive stuff on patreon.com slash easy allies. A lot of fun things. We just had a spoiler mode for Falcon and the winter soldier that went up. Uh, We have a fun, uh, um, uh, early access that you can get to various shows, including this podcast, and we're going to be doing a spoiler mode next week for Mortal Kombat. And so um, you will see the promos on our YouTube channel, but if you want to see those spoiler modes, uh, very fun conversations, and a lot of times those are the beginning conversations. I didn't really talk to Huber about Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we really finally dived into all of it uh, on that mm-hmm. spoiler mode. That was Ian Huber and myself. That was a very good time. I love that Huber, we're like, can you make it to the spoiler mode? Huber's like, I'm pretty tired. Tired Huber <laughs> has a volume and energy level that I think is is higher than all of us on our best days. It was pretty funny because I was not there, but I listened to the first 15 minutes, and it might, it might as well have been there because a lot of the things that I had told Ian ended up I did, there. and myself as well, yeah. Uh, I think you were the first person outside of Amanda that I talked to about Falcon uh, Blood. But um, always fun conversations. Um, always love doing that. And uh, love our patrons, especially our shout-out patrons. Uh, I'm going to shout out a bunch of people uh, for the the last time this month. We will have potentially a new list or maybe some some shakeups and new people coming in, new people going out. But uh, for the very last time in the month of April, a huge shout out. Blood, you're going first. I'm going after you. Brad, you're going after me. Ben, you are going fourth. <clears throat> shout out to Alex AI, Caleb, Togi Crawford, Edsger. So I'm a spider. So what? Elphanis, Greg, the Dark Knight, Kettering, Nick, Sage Mode Q. And Stephen Thomason. And Estocal. And Estocal. Oh, yes, that's right. Slipping in there. Yes. Thank you. Go blood. They had payment issues. It took a while to go through, but it's in. <laughs> go blood, go. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Brad, you won it. Top honors. Yay. You get to promote any Easy Alley's video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Sure. Uh, check out my Returnal review that just went up today mm. of this recording. Mm-mm. I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. And thank you, everyone who helped me, everyone at work who helped this review happen, like Ian and Blunt, Wait Jones. To, way appreciate to, it. Yeah, way to beat that game, Brad. You beat it. <laughs> I beat the game, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough <laughs> This is my final word would be someone I'm begging you for the love of God someone out there okay please save Castlevania someone please just save it and be excellent to each other see you next time March of the Kingdom of the Dead I mean, it looks really bad, but I still want to play it.
The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Alex A.I., Caleb Togi Crawford, Edsger So I'm a Spider So What, L. Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Nick, Sage Mode Q, Astocal, Stephen Thomason, Walker Hope, Will Schmuck, Alexander Zirianov, Alexandra Rays, Ali Cat, Beaten Down Brian, Bradley Spees, Dave Red, Discarded Digit, Douglas Chomich, Freya Lawson, Garrett Holfish, Hayden Hargraves, Happy Gaming, Jay Shee, Jeff ZOVGM Easton, Jesse Blue, Jose Gutierrez, Miguel Rivas, Nicole Johnson, Paulo Costabel, Thor Mangus, Richard G. Flowers, Rob Bob Will, Robert Stoffel, Roy Sung, Samsa Stormbaum, Sigma, Chum Nguyen, Valmar, Yasser Kribushi, Zachary Wingate, Adam Henry, Aurelian Grenier, Brad Grenz, Brian Kruger, Charles Anthony Iapacino, Candy Coated Thorns, Dale Sun, DRD7 of 14, Gary James, G Ken, G11, Gustav Strombaum, Jake Musser, James Vitt, Jan Tyson, Jethrin, John Burns, Jordan Kirk, Catherine Lai, Kroldemort, Leif, Luke Bennett, Mango, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Matthew Holcomb, Matthew Pauling, Nathan Watkins, Oni Blackmage, Pete Shoemaker, Robert Crouch, Ryan Anderson, Sabine T, Sam Hendrick, Spiral in Your Eyes, Stepan Hakobian, The Banana Forklift Killer, Todd Yurkovic, Rack. Accounts Payable, Adam Lindsay, Adam Sharonbrock, A Filthy Lot, Ahab, Ahmed Alrashed, Alex Glass, Alex Lavanier, Alex Monaco, Allison Burt, Andreas Risberg, Andrew Stoke, Andre, Andy Marks, Anthony Galvin, Austin, Austin Brakeen, Barry, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Blake Bonsack, Blue, Blue Water, Blue Sky, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Brandon White, Bread Roll Art, Brian Foster, Briscoe Davis, Brittany Fuller, Bunny Chen, C.S. Lewis, Katie Garza, Chase Caldwell, Chief Uhu, Chris, Chris the Pianist, Christian Simniak, Christian Hundorf, Christoph Fatui, Christopher Santis, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Clay Roberts, Clayton Smith, Cody Westley, Colin Hoyleman, Corey Jackson, Corey Landega, Craig Happ, Crediar, Culinary Stud, Cyberboa, Dakota Hayes, Damnable Nook, Dan Sebring, Daniel Dupree, Daniel Fuchs, Daniel Wong, Dan Pan 16, David Hadao, David Kubota, David Wilson, David Boyarski, Delisi, Dimitri Zidis, Don Turner, Dougie B, Eddie Reisner, Edison S. Prada Jr., Eric Maynard, Eric Tobias, Eric Gustafson, Espen Gotchman, Ethan Satz, Ethereal Ether, Faraz Rizvi, Fishflop, Forest, From the Void, Gabriel Aberg, Glenn Olson, Hadi Ali, Harrison Holt McHale, Helen Y, Hitman 47, I Sun Chor, Ian Anderson, Ibrahim Sozer, Isaac Swanson, Jai Aldiar, James Davey, Jameson Lapine, Jamie Barron, Jana, Jason I, JC3, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Jeremy Ferris, Jesper Popmel Dufay, Jesse Fish, Jesse Wilkerson, Joe Frantic, Joel Short, Joey Din, John Gallagher, Jojo Denko, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Jordan Phillips, Joshua Vancewall, Jose Carlos Madrigal, Julius Garcia, Junio Motomura, Justin Payne, Carl Williams, Kartik, T, Kevin Jalay, Lars Berger, Lee Young, 
Leon Keyes, Lindsey Welts, Linson Wu, Liam Ahern, Luis Sabara, Lion Crown 19, Malcolm Oshet, Malianware, Manuel Thomas, Marcel Giru 17 Froelich, Marco Hernandez, Materia Addict, Matthias Clare, Matt Ferguson, Matt Karwaski, Matthew Holmes, Matthew Migler, Matthew T. Ryan, Maverick Lee Back, Mazram Tame, Megadet, Megan McDonough, Michael Besegli, Michael Clendenan, Michael Kozachenko, Michael Pliskin, Michael Rebelato, Michelle Nub, Miguel, Mikhail Aniel, Mike Calvi, Mike Hook One, Mike Mizek Novak, Misuki 211, Mither Strongbeard, Mo Grant, Molly Bittner, Morpheus, Mr. Anarchy, Natavia Ross, Nefertiti Jenkins, Neil Bruce, Nycrypt, Noah Weinstein, Ulf himself, Orucachino, Pablo Rodriguez, Paul Nolson, Paul Sway, Philip Higdon, Quinn Riley, RF Switch, Raymond Lee, Reed Johnson, Richard Goodwin, Ritz1906, Robert I, Roy Eschke, Russell Bateman, Ryan Wagner, Ryan Curtin, Sam Sorensen, Samuel Copeland, Sean Cornett, Sebastian Urban, Sebastian Trier, Sid Reghunadan, Silent Consonant, Sneaky Gato, Spencer Stevens, Splontot, S Snake 24, Strikeout NZ, Super 3D Cow, T Beaks 15, Tense George, The Classiest Hobo, The Fatty Show, Tim Strothman, Thomas Blaze Fauchero, Tim Mann, Tim O'Keefe, TJ Sullivan, Toasty Soul, Tom Masterman, Travis Gakowski, Travis Ng, Travis Miosi, Trevor Thomas, Trevor Jam 89, Tristan Howard, Trizac, Tuttle, Tyler Wallace, V8 Dave, V Kira Ray, Vincent F, Volker Bach, Wavy Chula, Willow Pingree, Wobess, Wouter DeHaze, Zealous, Zahid Hosseini Karami, ZK.